Welcome back, Powerhouse Coaches. I'm your host, Dr. Amanda, and you're listening to the Coaching Business Growth Roadmap. This is a limited series podcast for coaches, consultants, and service-based business owners who are ready to learn the exact, practical, actionable, strategic steps to take to build a six-figure business. And in this episode, you're going to learn step three, how to conduct market validation research for six-figure success. This one is key because if you don't do market validation, you're going to waste so much time, energy, and money launching products, programs, and services that don't attract any clients. And believe me, I know because I've done it many times. (laughs) I made that mistake in the beginning of my business, and I have so many people who come to me and say that they've made this mistake too, so this is a critical step in the roadmap. Real quick before we get started, if you're just plugging into this limited series podcast, be sure to go back to the beginning and listen to the episode episodes in order because this is a step-by-step roadmap. You're going to want to start at the episode that says start here. And then also be sure to download the Coaching Biz Growth Roadmap Supplemental Workbook. To do this, just go to the show notes. There's a link that says Supplemental Workbook. Click on it. It'll take you to the downloadable workbook that will help you implement what you're learning and give you action steps with each step. So, Let's get started on this step, how to conduct market validation research. First, let's break down what is market validation. Maybe you've heard of this before, maybe you haven't. It's simply the process of presenting a concept that you have for a product or a service to your target market in order to learn from prospective buyers whether or not the product or service is worth pursuing. So you're getting validation that your idea is a good one and that it's actually going to make money. So you wanna be thinking here, okay, is there a need for my product or service in the marketplace? How can I validate the need prior to launching a product or service to ensure sales and profitability? And what is the market missing where I can fill the gap and provide solutions? So you're thinking, okay, I've got this idea and I think it's a great idea, but now I wanna make sure that the people that I want to sell it to think it's a great idea. And I say this because the bottom line is I don't want you to waste your precious time, energy, and money creating something that no one's gonna buy. And this happens so often, so don't do that. That's why market validation is so important. And it's one of those steps that I think a lot of people miss because we get in that manic imposter zone and we get really excited about what we have. And because we don't know the strategic steps to build a business, we just start creating. And we're like, oh my God, I have this great idea. Everyone's gonna buy it. I'm gonna build it and they're gonna come. And then you spend all this energy and time doing it and then it's crickets. I made this mistake at the beginning of my business where I had taken a course about developing online courses and, you know, there's all the mania around build a course and make it to six figures, make it to seven figures. Like that's often the thing that people talk about. And yes, that's 100% possible. Is it possible at the very beginning stage of building a business? Not easily at all. Because you don't know what you're doing yet. You don't have brand identity. You don't know how to get cold market leads. You don't know how to convert online. It's There are so many steps to doing that that you just haven't done yet. And that's why I give you this step-by-step roadmap so that you don't make those mistakes and waste your precious time, money, and energy like I did. So what I did in this case, oh, it was so interesting. I had a course. It was called Money Magnet Habits. And that sounds like an awesome course, right? Who doesn't want Money Magnet Habits? Well, it didn't sell at all except for to one person who I was in this networking group with. And, you know, 
being a newbie, I decided, oh, I'm gonna sell the course for half off and I'm gonna get so many people to enroll. And so, you know, he was excited about it because he had talked to me quite a bit and knew that I would had gone from food stamps to six figures. And so he's like, I'll buy it. So he was the only person that bought it because I had no list built. I had no idea how to do cold market sales. And so here I am now obligated to a 30 lesson course that I said I was gonna create for $250. Ugh. So I went back to the guy and I said, I'm so sorry, I'm not gonna create this whole course for one person for $250 because I realized I just didn't have what it took at the time. I did not have the strategies to scale that course. And so I ended up doing some coaching for him in exchange for the money that he had given me and I didn't develop the rest of the course. Although I had spent months, I had bought like this giant projector and this way to record the course and I had spent so much time and money on the branding and thinking about it, but I hadn't validated it. And so when I went to sell it, yes, I think it was a good idea for a course in some ways and it wasn't named right, it wasn't priced right, it wasn't delivered right and I didn't have the market for it. So it was a bad idea. <laughs> and I laugh because these are the mistakes that we make on the upward spiral growth learning curve of building a coaching business. And I don't want you to make the same mistakes. Part of the value of learning from me or other coaches who are ahead of you in the game is that you don't need to make the same mistakes. You can shrink your timeline and go, oh, okay, I don't need to do that. I just need to do market validation and now I don't need to waste time, energy, and money, okay? So you really want to ensure profitability before you create the program, product, or service. And I'm gonna teach you exactly how to do this. First, when you're doing market validation research, you want to do this anytime you're launching something new. So let's say you're a startup right now, you want to get market validation on whatever product, program, or service you're creating. And we're going to talk about how to design your signature offer in step six. So keep sticking around with me. First, you wanna come up with your idea and you wanna market test it. So you wanna start talking to people and see if there's energy around it. If you start talking to someone about something you're creating and they're like, oh my God, that sounds awesome, that's a good sign. That means the law of attraction is telling you you're on the right track because it's flow-filled and it's easy. If you talk to people and they're confused, they don't understand what you're talking about, they're like, eh, they kind of are indifferent or ambivalent about it, it's probably not a good idea. So you want to start getting feedback from people around you who would be good candidates. Now, family members and friends, yes, you can talk to them, but if they're not somebody who's actually gonna end up taking something that you've created, like a course or a coaching program, then, you know, take their advice and their feedback with a grain of salt because they aren't actually gonna be the people that end up working with you. You wanna really be doing market validation with the people who would be your ideal five-star avatar clients, and we're gonna break that down in step four. So for now, when you're doing market validation research, just think, okay, I need to go out into the marketplace and see if what I am thinking of is needed. Can I validate it prior to launching? So I really want you to remember, this is key here, do not create a program, product, or service before doing this. You want to get buy-in before you launch something. You want to validate your idea. The best way to get validation is to have paying clients before you even create it. So you get paid to create it. So for example, now when I create something, if I have an idea, I start putting it out to my people. And if two people are like, that's awesome, then I, will be a go and then I'll create magnetism around it and attract more people. And so for me that works. And 
for example, when I'm creating now a course, I will do a small group and have them go through the course and then get them results and then use that as the foundation for an evergreen course. And then, you know, because I'm farther along in business and I have solid brand identity, I can then put that out into the world into a cold market and get sales. You know, I've had courses that I've launched that have made 30 to 50K that's because I've gone through these steps that I'm teaching you here. That did not happen in my first year. It happened second year, near this end of my second year, I was able to do that. I I really just wanna emphasize for you, I have so many people come to me where they'll buy, you know, we all know the big players, like let's say an Amy Porterfield course or something, and they are brand new, they don't have brand identity, they don't, don't have a solidly validated product, and then they think, I'm gonna make a million dollars with my course, and yeah, that's possible. I'm not saying it's not, and I'm not saying Amy Porterfield doesn't know what she's doing, she clearly knows what she's doing, and when you're that big of a player, you're really good at selling a dream to somebody without having them slow down to consider, is this the right phase of my business? Do I have a big enough audience? Do I know how to sell to a cold market? Do I really know my craft well? Do I know my avatar well? Those are the things it takes to be able to sell a digital course. And so here in this model that I'm teaching you, I really want you to make sure that you have market validation first before you go out and spend a whole bunch of time and energy and money creating something because then you will just waste time. Then you get stuck in that cycle of, the zone number two where you overwork and get underpaid, you over deliver and undercharge because now all of a sudden you're going, oh my God, I've got to make my course cheap because I'm not selling enough and I spent months on it and now I need to get clients and I'm desperate. And it just creates this negative downward spiral of frustration and stuckness and feeds your imposter syndrome, keeps you stuck in zone one and two and will not get you to six figures. So do market validation first. So if you're in the startup phase, this looks like you going out and talking to people about what you want to coach on and getting validation that you're on track. If you've already launched a program and you aren't getting results, the question you wanna be thinking about is how can I revalidate by going back to clients or customers to learn where was there a disconnect? Where did I not say the right thing, create the right thing? How can I repackage and refine it to stand out in the marketplace? And sometimes I want you to know it's just small little tweaks. It might not be that what you created isn't a good fit. It just might be that you don't know how to market it right yet. You don't know how to talk about it. Maybe you just need to repackage it by having a new name for it. I love this uh, story Russell Brunson tells about, he's the founder of ClickFunnels, and he talks about how one time he had this landing page with this great course, but the headline wasn't converting, and he was really frustrated, and he changed up the headline, and then it turned it into a million-dollar course. He didn't change anything else about it. So it wasn't about the content that he had not being good. It was about that what he had wasn't being understood by the people that were getting to that page. So similarly with what you have, I'm certain what you have is awesome because you're a coach, because you have a track record of success breaking through something that you wanna share with the world, which means that you know what you're doing. Now, what you need to do is figure out how to package it in a way that people understand and you wanna validate it before you go out and do that. So that's what market validation is. And here's what you're gonna ask when you're doing market validation. If you're a service-based business, you're gonna ask, if I could give you a magic wand to solve your top three problems, and this will be in your area of expertise, 
what would they be? So if I had a magic wand and could solve your top three problems, what would they be? And you want to understand what are their main problems and how can I solve it? Now you create a program around that. So often market validation research isn't that you already have an idea, it's that you're going out to find out what the problem is and then you're going to create a package around that problem so that you already know it's validated because you're aware that the problem is there. And when you're doing market validation research, you want to be really conscious of collecting the data in a way that you can analyze it. So this could look like having a spreadsheet where you take a poll. It could be a poll in a Facebook group and it doesn't even have to be your own Facebook group because if you're at the beginning stages you might not have that. So you go into other people's Facebook groups where your people are or where the people you think you want to sell to would be and you do a poll. You ask this question, you know, if I could give you a magic wand to solve your top three problems, let's say you're a weight loss coach in losing weight as a 40 year old woman, what would they be? If I could give you a magic wand to solve your top three problems in your social media content, what would it be? Or what would those solutions be? So you're looking for what are the problems and how can I provide solutions? Product wise, let's say you offer digital products or something like that, same thing. You just ask if my product or business can give you three magic wand solutions, what would they be? Or three magic wand experiences. So an example in this case would be, let's say you're running retreats. You know, if I could give you a magic wand to solve your top three problems by coming to my retreat, what would they be? So how, what do you want to get out of retreats? What are your, what are the reasons that you're driven to go to a retreat? So you're digging into the mind of your people to understand what their problems are. And then you're going to create your package and program and products and services from that place. That way you already have market validation knowing that people are struggling with those issues. And when you're doing the research, like I said, you wanna get a spreadsheet and you wanna write down exactly what they say. And the reason for this is when you create your CAGS, your client attraction guarantee statement in step five, you wanna use the language of the people who you were talking to when they talk about their problems. A big problem in marketing is that we overthink and overcreate and we make things, you know, sassy and creative, but not easy to understand. An example here is that this podcast is called Coaching Business Growth Roadmap. See how clear that is? That works with SEO, it attracts the right people. You know right away you're in the right place for what you're gonna get, right? So the whole course is being built around this. My group coaching program's built around this. So you know right away you're in the right place. It's not really that sexy of a name in terms of being creative, and it works to attract the right people. And I've learned this over time because I used to always wanna come up with clever names. My first company was called, well, actually not even, my first company was just Amanda Barrientes Institute and I had an acronym, ABI Coaching. And people, I had this really cute logo. It was an A and a B and then the I had like this, this cool fiery spiral over it. So it said Abby, <laughs> but it really stood for Amanda Barrientes Institute because my name is Amanda Barrientes and people would call me Abby because of course they didn't know. And then my second company, NFA Coaching or NFA Money, NFA stands for no fucking around. That is an awesome acronym. I have it tattooed on my body. I live by NFA philosophies, radical responsibility and NFA joy and NFA attraction and NFA just feeling good in your life and all the awesome things, but people don't know what that means. And so it didn't turn out to be what I wanted it to be, right? My people who would come into my community and get to know me, yes, you can build a brand around it because the NFA mentality is 
attractive and people like it and it's playful and fun, but until they come into my community, they don't know what that means. So think about this when you're naming stuff and we'll keep breaking this down as we go through steps here, but these are things to consider when you're doing market validation. You wanna hear what your people are saying and what their pain points are and use their languaging in what you offer. The reason that I talk about rapid biz growth is because everybody said to me, I wanna grow my business. I wanna grow my business faster. I kept hearing that over and over again. And so I've designed my rapid biz growth roadmap, my coaching business growth roadmap, right? And people would also say, I want a step-by-step roadmap. So this limited series podcast right now is a step-by-step roadmap because that's what my people were asking for. So this is coming out of market validation. And if you do that, I promise you, you will sell like a rock star because you will be creating magnetic products, programs, and services that are based on answering and solving the problems that your people have. So you're creating it straight out of validation and that way you don't waste any time, money, or energy. All right, so for your action steps for step number three, conducting market validation research, go to download the supplemental workbook that goes along with this limited series podcast. The link is in the show notes. And then go through the action steps to conduct market validation research so you can ensure your success in selling your products, programs, and services. And you must do this step to get to the next step, which is creating your five-star customer profile. And then step number five, your client attraction guarantee statement. You need the words from this step to add to your client attraction guarantee statement and to create your signature offer. So again, don't skip steps in this roadmap. These are critical step-by-step things that you need to do in order to get to six figures in your business. All right, that's it for this episode. If you haven't yet, of course, go down and download the supplemental workbook, do the action steps, implement what you're learning, and I'll see you in the next episode where you will learn step number four, how to create your five-star customer profile so you can attract your rock star clients who you serve powerfully. Until then, I'm sending you six-figure coaching business superpower high fives.